Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Welcome back to Elliot's Mexican Grill here in Moralton. We are smashing... And uh, I guess if you're a Razorback fan right now, it's a great place to come and eat your feelings because it was not a very good weekend to be a fan. Football team got trounced against Missouri. Basketball team lost two out of three in Atlantis and was fortunate to get the one victory they did get. And let's bring in Clint Sterner now, who was already uh, a little bit concerned going into the weekend. And, Clint, I think I asked you last week what scenario Arkansas could play out where they could win the game. And I think you said, I don't believe there is one. But we were all hoping for it to be a little more competitive than it turned out to be, obviously. <laughs> yeah, look, to, to say the least, man, I mean, it's the first Arkansas game that I turned off at halftime. I mean, I just completely um, turned off at halftime. And I, and I had, I had to be honest with you, I had zero, I had zero in me, left in me to watch it from the jump. But the, uh, the, the Razorback in me made me sit down and watch it. And, and it was exactly what what I expected it to be. And, and um, look, if there was a chance, the defense was going to have to shut that offense down and make it a four-quarter game. And, and hell, the, the Strader kid, who, look, he's an absolute beast. I mean, he went out there and went for – I don't know what he ended up going for in the game, but I know he went for damn near 200 in the first half. And, and um, you know, in that, within that first half, I saw enough that, that uh, made me sick to my stomach, so I shut it off, I'm being completely honest with you. Well, that's that's honesty right there. Um, I'm going to play the well, clip it's here. Just, Come, it's just, it's yep. just, it's just I get so it. I did too, but to I get it. Right. <laughs> look, I mean, it's just, it's one thing to lose. It's one thing to have a bad season. Look, it's one thing to get your ass kicked. But it's, it's another thing when, um, you know, it, it's it's just clear. Two things that really bothered me that put me in a spot to turn it off is, num- number one, I think in that first half, you could tell that, that again, the culture uh, within the program is not good. Sam Pittman appears to again to have lost the locker room with guys just just doing whatever the hell they want to cheap shots on guys and 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 all the the fighting and the and the flags and I mean you know that just that just is a that is the ultimate selfish move by a player um, and then other players jumping on and piling on and it's okay and we just keep moving on and, and there's no there's no meet like I would meet guys at the numbers. You know, and, that, and and we don't see any of that. Meet the coaches meeting guys at the numbers and giving it to them and letting them know we, that ain't how we play ball here. Um, that number one and then number two for me, Justin was, you know, Sam Pittman is an offensive minded head coach uh, with a specialty in offensive line play, and I feel like the one thing that we should, as a fan base, um, we should feel very comfortable about is the. Offensive line play. And look, I'm not talking about it. if guys just flat can't get it done. I understand that. I mean, you, there there is a there is a huge hurdle for Arkansas to get over from a recruiting standpoint to have offensive and defensive linemen like everybody else in the country. So you got to do more with less. But if, if we can't, as an offense, if we can't go out there, if we can't execute the very basic protection 
Uh, I think it was the first drive of the game. They bring the four down linemen and a fifth rusher from, from the right side of KJ to sack. KJ ends up getting hurt the next drive. Then, then uh, Chris Well goes in, and we somehow leave a defensive end, one of their better players, completely unblocked with his hand in the dirt just outside the guard and tackle there. I, I, like those kind of things, I've got to believe with Sam Pittman as your head coach, we've got to be able to execute the very basic fundamental pass protections and run games. And, and the fact that we can't, Justin, just, I mean, it just chaps, it, it hurts, man. It, it's you, you hard sound- to watch. You sound very upset and frustrated as a former player and a fan. Well, yeah, I can't imagine I mean, how your mother it, was it, on Saturday it just, or Friday. I don't, I'm not, this ain't, this ain't, I really, I, look, I like Sam Pittman. I want Sam Pittman to work out, but mm-hmm. the post-game press conferences are, are another thing. It's just when you're getting skull drugged um, by, by mediocre teams and then a good team comes in here and beats you and, and, you know, he got asked about the offensive coordinator and, and the response is, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully, I'm paraphrasing here, but hopefully – uh, a guy that can run the ball. No, no. I mean, you're 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 an offensive-minded head coach with a specialty in offensive line play like that. The one thing we should be able to do, hell, if, if he wants to hire me as an offensive coordinator, the one thing we should be able to do with a highly paid offensive line coach and Sam Pittman as your head coach is is run the ball and basic protect. I mean, those are the things that that just it, it get, leaves me with very little hope. If I'm being honest. Okay, I got two questions. Uh, first of all. Uh, should he sink his teeth into the offensive line? Should he become the offensive line coach slash head coach? Yes. I mean, look, I don't care who has the title. I mean, you can only have so many coaches. But, but I mean, you know, it's clear that he, the, the guy that was once the best offensive line coach in America, has, has obviously passed the torch and, and allowed somebody else to do it. And the offensive line play has, has slipped considerably this year. Um, and and I, I think if, if I'm Sam Pittman, Look, I like Cody Kennedy. I don't think Cody Kennedy is a bad offensive line coach. I just think, for whatever reason, um, you know, it's 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 been neglected this year. Whether it's not neglected, not the right word. Whether it's new system, whatever it may be, it's been ineffective. I'm just at, I'm at a point where when you got a, a, an offensive line coach that's making 700 and a head coach that's an offensive line specialty, the damn it, the offensive line play's got to got to got to be better. And if I'm Sam Pittman, I'm gonna stand up on that podium. I'm gonna tell everybody, hey. Look, we had our offensive line play was not good this year. We didn't run the football effectively after after being one of the best run games in America under Kendall Browse. I'm an offensive line guru. I am going to get this right. You you can you, we may not win a game next year, but we're going to have one of the best offensive lines in America. I mean, that's, that's what that, I said. That that's got to be my, my thing is if they win three games next year, it won't be because the offensive line play is not good. If I'm Sam Pittman, I'm like we we may lose a lot next year, but we're not going to lose because of that. That's my number one thing, and that's what I just said in a couple segments ago. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. What style of OC, or does it matter? Are there a lot of styles you think they can work? Who, what, what do they need to do from an offensive coordinator standpoint to win games next year, assuming the offensive line part gets fixed? Well, I, I think, again, I think you've got to have a strong identity, whether, whether it's an air raid identity or it's the power spread identity or it's a pro-style identity, whatever, whatever your identity is, come in, install it, and live and die with it. Um, make the game uh, – it doesn't have to be simple, but make it less difficult for the quarterback because in the college game, you're going to rotate – if you get a good quarterback, you're going to have him for two, three years max, and he's out. So you're going to have to rotate guys through here. So you've got you've to have a, a – a, a, some verbiage and a way to communicate where it, it's not 
NFL-like. We've all seen the John Gruden, Chris Sims highlight of him dog-cussing Chris Sims at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice. Like, it can't be that. And I think Dan Enos has a lot of that in him, right? It's a special. It is a, a very cerebral quarterback, um, which is hard to find at the college level. There's a handful of them, right, in, in all of America. Right? There's a handful of them. You've got to have a very cerebral Brandon Allen, Austin Allen type of quarterback to, to run that system. And so, so not, nothing I, – I, I want to get completely away from, from all that stuff to where football is not that difficult, right? But have an – number one, have an identity. Um, number two, I would appreciate it if you had a, a quarterback background so that you know exactly what the guys are going through and, and what's difficult, what's not difficult, why things are, are, need to be easier and communicated more, more cleanly. Um, that that would help, but I, look, I, I don't think this isn't for me a pigeonhole. I mean, the problem is, is we had a very specific Kendall Browles KJ Jefferson match that was really good because it was a perfect fit, and then you lose Kendall, and all all hell breaks loose, right? So now you're going to lose KJ, and and what kind of system do you want to have in place? Is it um, is it player specific, like what Kendall and KJ worked out? You know, they worked really well together. Uh, or is it something where you've got a you've got an identity, and this is exactly what we're going to do, and we're going to recruit to this identity? Clint, try to put yourself in KJ's shoes. What what would you be thinking? What would you do? Oh man, that that's a tough one because I mean, here's <clears throat> if I'm KJ Jefferson, I, my my I'm going I'm going to make at least a half a million dollars next year somewhere. Um, the problem, the problem for me personally is I don't think that's the best thing for Arkansas. So it's probably not at Arkansas, and that's a hell of a thing to say about a guy that just broke every every damn record in the in the uh, in the record books. But I just I think he's got to find somebody. If I'm KJ, I find somebody in America that wants my style. TCU would would probably be a <laughs> be one of those guys in the mix with Kendall Bryles being there, but somebody that. Uh, that is in a position that needs a starting quarterback immediately. That fits my that fits my my identity as a quarterback because I'm a run first guy, and have a chance to go make a half a million dollars and have a chance to go possibly win a national championship. That that's where my mind would be if I'm KJ Jefferson. The, the flip side of that is is I, I believe KJ Jefferson's mind is more into let me develop for the NFL. Let me go somewhere where. Uh, a guy can develop me, and, and I personally just don't believe that's KJ's ticket. Um, I think he's got to go have a hell of a year and then worry about those NFL hurdles in his, after his final season as he's preparing for the NFL. Going somewhere that's that's a, a pass-oriented, progression-oriented offense like we saw with Dan Enos, I just think that's going to that's gonna plummet KJ Jefferson's stock. Whereas if he goes somewhere and plays really well and he runs the football really well and he does all those things, he can worry about impressing NFL minds later on. So I, I think it's a, it's a mixed bag. If you're KJ, you got to go make some money. You got to go, you, you got to go. Hopefully, win a national championship. And if you're Arkansas, I, I think you got to, you got to pull some of the NIL money back and use it elsewhere. Do they need to be in the market for a quarterback, or is Chriswell the guy? Oh, I think you can win with Chriswell. There's no question about it. He's not, he's not limited at all from a, from a, you know, a tangible standpoint. I, I think. If, if now the question is how good can he be? I know he's got a I know he's got an NFL arm, um, you know. But but right now I would feel very comfortable if I were Sam Pittman with the ability to to win whether it's in an air raid system or a power spread system. Um, there, there are no limitations, if you will, schematically with Jacoby Criswell. Like when it comes to 
stretching the field sideline to sideline, all the all the off platform, you know, dropping the arm slot and 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 making all the the, the more the quicker uh, RPO screen throws. He can do that as good as anybody in the country. And then driving the football down the field, he can do it as well as anybody in the country. Now, I, I haven't worked with Chris Well over the last three years, so I, I, mentally, I don't know how he's taken to the college game. But I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume he's done a pretty good job, given that he went in there and he, and he won the second the second string spot, um, and and apparently played really well at practice, according to according to uh, Sam Pittman. So I'm going to assume that's okay. Um, I think you're always in the business for a quarterback, guys. But but to me, I think you win with Chris Well. Clint, thank you. Good luck. All right, boys, y'all be good.